Hello, Internet BFFs. I'm so excited for today's episode all around three ways to attract the love you deserve by liberating yourself from unavailable men. And I think it's perfect for stepping into Mental Health Awareness Month and just really going inwards. And that's what I talk about in this episode because oftentimes in life, these heartbreaks, they bring us into our struggles. I know I've experienced that. Some of my darkest moments have been because partners I was with. And this is why it's so important to do the self-healing work, to spend time alone, to really use breakups or ruptures or pauses or, you know, disturbances in relationship to go inward. And as we're stepping into this month and having deeper conversations around mental health and what that looks like and honesty about it. And, you know, if you're new here, I, I have struggled with mental health basically my whole life up until, you know, my mid twenties where it started to get better. And, but I still grapple with it. Even recording this, I just came out of like a two week depressive episode and it's so real, but it goes hand in hand with this conversation because one of the topics that I talk about is self-worth. And that's hard to see when you're, when the, when you're in the depths of your pain. And I just want to say that I see you in that if you're in that moment and just kind of talk to the light on the other side. And yes, it's hard, but you you keep doing the practices that you know work, your meditation, your walks, you know, maybe you're not going to the gym as often, but at least you're going and you're trying. That's how it was for me. I was like, I'm just going to go, even if I can only make it 15 minutes, I'm just going to go on a walk, even if I'm not completing my rings on my phone. And you know, just putting one step in front of the other until one day it's like you hear the birds chirping and you feel back home. And that's the same journey as healing your bruised heart is you just use it as your check engine light of like, okay, so what was my last relationship? How is this mirroring back to me the things that are going on? And what is within your control? And that's the biggest thing. What is within your control? And when depression comes and things come, that's that's where we kind of get lost, right? Because we go, we're looking backwards. I could have done this better. I could have done that better. As opposed to comparing yourself to your future self of what do you want to start to embody so that you can become the person you know you're meant to be. And so this is your reminder. You know, we can't change what we did in the past, but you can only start to take responsibility for what you want in the future and to learn from the past and change the narrative about your past around, you know, you only knew the best that you could because you only had the tools that you had. And now that you know better, you get to do better. So don't get lost in that. Start to see it as the stepping stone to birthing this new version of who you are becoming and use this episode to guide you in that direction, whatever your headspace is at right now, wherever your heart space is at right now, wherever you know, your relationship is like, it's what do you want next? How can you look at the season that you're in as the portal of your growth? How can you really start to identify with this future version of yourself and start to make the moves today to align with that? And that's, that's what I want you to get out of this episode. And so I'm very excited about it. And this is also the vibe of what we're having inside of our arrival membership. So if you're looking for magnetism, a lot of the work that I do is backed in like neuroscience and psychology and, you know, feminine and masculine energetics and all this kind of stuff. If you are new here, hi. <laughs> um, and 
that's what I'm blending into. We've d- we did in April a lot of uh, younger self work, and so this season that we're moving into is you know reclamation and alchemizing and stepping into these portals of growth and alignment. And so if you want to join Arrival, that is our membership. It's seventy seven dollars a month. You get uh, 30 days of somatic, you get a private telegram group, you get coaching, you get occasional coaching that I pop in there. You get one masterclass every first of the month, um, of your choosing from our product suite or the new ones that come out up to you. Uh, what else? The most extraordinary community on the internet. And then we have liberated, which is our mastermind that you can step into. And you know, right? Like I'm going to guide you to my Instagram, which is it's Laura Patricia Martin. And you can catch our vibe from there. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But I do want to say that this month is one of those most tender months for me. And I started this podcast really because when I was in the depths of my depression and I was suicidal and I was in these spaces, podcasts were what got me out. I would wake up in the morning and I would turn on a podcast right away because I knew my thinking wasn't where I wanted it to be. And so that's the vibe of this whole thing. It's just, I want to give back. And if you're in that space, I just want to say, I see you. And the fact that you're here just shows your resiliency, even though you may have this big external presence and you know, you've built your life so far and you've had the success. Like I know that part of like inside of us that wants to be soft and seen. And so I see you and I'm happy that you're here. And this month is going to be extraordinary. I really want you to feel that. And so I love you so freaking much. And I'll see you on the other side of this episode. Let us know um, how you feel about this. Go write us a review. That means the world. We I do these for free, you know, and we put them all together. So that means the world. Plus, we get to see what you actually think about it. <laughs> um, and then come hang out over on Instagram, obviously, so we can become even closer and have best friends. All right. I love you. You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs, safety is imprinted, and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. Hi, my loves. So today I want to talk about three ways to attract the love you deserve by breaking free from unavailable men. And the reason I want to talk about this is because when we look at the patterns of our life, we can start to see similarities in the people that we dated. Instead of blaming, you know, there are no good men or all men cheat or I'm too strong. I'm too much. There's no one in my town. It's easier to put things on this external source. It's easier to 
point a finger instead of looking at where am I responsible for this? But the thing that liberates you from this story, the thing that sets you free is when you take ownership over this. And the difference between that is it's not that you're at fault for the things that have happened or the things that you've witnessed or the things that you've experienced, but you are responsible for what happens next. And if you're really desiring and claiming that you're ready for this deeply committed, passionate love, this love that expands you, this love that is meaningful, this love that is, you know, safe. It comes with liberating yourself from these stories and really not so focused on finding this quote-unquote conscious love, but becoming that conscious love with yourself. And so I'm going to bet you're kind of like me, where... You've had a bruised heart, but still, you have this headstrong resiliency of believing that deep love is out there. And each time something happens, you, you dive a little bit deeper into finding your way home with yourself. And that's what I want you to find within this episode, because it's not that there's anything to fix right? It's that there's more of you to come home to. There's more of you to witness your defenders. There's more of you to witness the protectors. It's more of you to witness these these patterns that have been trying to keep you safe for so long so that you can actually be vulnerable, be intimate, and remove these blocks that are keeping you from this passion, that are keeping you from this like love that feels like 4th of July fireworks in your soul because it's available. It's just removing all the parts that aren't you. And in order to do that, it's taking responsibility, right? And so today it's the three ways to attract the love you deserve and really witnessing what is your pattern. And so the first one is identifying and breaking your patterns, right? This is where you start to take a look at your dating history and see if there's any patterns or similarities among the men that you've attracted like for me, it's, I would get involved with emotionally unavailable men that would like seem like they're just all in. And then all of a sudden they would change super fast. And, you know, I've, I feel like I was never chosen or, you know, have really been the one that they would commit to, that they would work through all their stuff with. And, you know, I'm always shaping myself to support the relationship and I'm, I'm very coachable because my <laughs> the industry I work in but it felt like I was meeting people that weren't and they were very headstrong within their ways and also you know they were either long distance or they traveled a lot for work and feeling like I wasn't a priority in the relationship or feeling like I wasn't seen in the relationship and feeling like work came first and all this stuff and it's not to say that they didn't have their part to play in this they did But the solution doesn't come from pointing a finger at someone. The solution comes from what is my side of the street here? And so if you're attracting these people that have the commitment issues that don't make time for you, that don't make you feel like you're a priority, that aren't like fucking obsessed with you and make you feel like you are 
perfect just the way you are and there's so much time in the world for you and yes we're going to build our empires and yes we're going to make time for this relationship because relationship forward it's not that there's something wrong it's just where are you not taking responsibility for that and so i had this breakthrough and i was like oh okay so i can see my pattern right and i was doing this book called calling in the one and this is kind of riffed off of that kind of off of my own somatic work kind of off of life where i started to do this you know internal awareness of like what am i actually responsible for and so i started to look at these things right where i'm looking at oh i'm actually afraid of love coming and then it leaving like real love because i had never had a model of love staying you know i my mother passed away from addiction you know my father and i don't have the best relationship and my brother lives in tokyo and it's not to say i'm blaming anyone but i haven't had these examples of staying power and so i was actually more comfortable with people leaving because if someone stayed that was in my familiar and so although i'm deeply saying and i have you know prior to doing this work was deeply saying like i want someone i want my match deep down i was actually so terrified of that and i see this with the women that i work with they feel like they're too much to love they feel like they're you know too strong too independent too work forward too much of them because they've spent so much time by themselves and they built up these protectors. There's too much of them to be loved. And so it's looking at this like, yes, you say you want it, but really where are you responsible for these things? And, and it's looking at like, you know, when you look at all these patterns and you can start to break them, but when you start to identify the patterns, like where do you feel them in your body? And when you feel them in your body, what does it tell you? Does it bring you back to a memory? Does it bring you back to a phrase? Right? When I do this practice, when I did this practice the first time, it was you'll never be loved for who you are because you're just too broken. Because in my past of domestic violence and eating disorder and abandonment and rejection and da 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 Which is why I built the career that I built to the standards that I built it at because I was trying to prove I wasn't broken. And that was being reflected in my relationships. Damn. And so when you're starting to look at these things, it's going, oh shit, like that's that feeling in my body. Who am I trying to put this on? You know, it, it's constantly finger pointing until I looked at, oh, this is fully mine. And if I want something to change, I have to do something about this. You have to do something about this. It's not about waiting for someone to lead you to your liberation. It's about claiming it. It's about noticing the type of relationship you want in the future and acting in alignment to that, which means vulnerability, femininity, communication, openness. Becoming the one for your one before it's even here. Right? And it's going deeper of like, you know, how have you been showing up to generate this pattern and this one sucks right because this one is where you actually liberate yourself but you have to take responsibility you have to and so in my example it was in my assumption that i'll never be loved as i am 
I put up my defenses. And this was a big thing in my past relationships where it was like, you always think you're right. You know, like nothing is up for debate. You're never up to have a conversation. You always think you're right, which is a pattern I adopted from my mother. And the reason is because I assumed I'm too much to love. So I put up these defenses, which would ultimately put up my partner's defenses, which would then disrupt the safety in our union. And to take that a step further, it was, it caused me to not trust them. And the one thing men want is to be trusted, right? And the reason that we trust them is because we trust ourselves and that wasn't built yet. And so this, this ability to not trust them created this distance and this, this roadblock of safety for them to provide safety because there was no way to get through my defense mechanisms. And then, you know, that lack of safety is just creating someone from accepting exactly who they are and we do this it's it's called high functioning codependency right and i have a whole program around that but it's this you know i'm trying to control the situation because i don't yet trust the situation so i'm going to manipulate the situation so that it can adapt to my protectors and my anxious attachment and my avoidant attachment and you know my adaptability and things like that so therefore i can create safety But that doesn't cultivate safety for the other person. That doesn't allow them to rise into their masculinity. That allows them to people, please. And the thing about men, I want to get to this in number three, the thing about men is they hate to tell you no. They hate to tell you no. And some women that are headstrong are like, yeah, but I know you. The safest thing you can do in a relationship is be a safe place for people to say no to. In relationship and business to know that you're okay to know that you know no matter what like they can be themselves without disappointing you and disappointment in a relationship leads to them feeling shame and guilt which are the two biggest wounds for men and so if if they feel like they can't say no to you because of these protectors because of these patterns it's going to build walls and then there's no safety and so where are you and what are you? I guess, what, what are your patterns that you see? And how can you identify what you're responsible for? And it's gonna suck, and I get it, but sitting down and seeing this part of yourself, it's not to take, respo- it's not to take fault, because definitely they have their side of the street to clean up, but it is to take responsibility so that you can change it in your next relationship. Because the truth is we can't go backwards. And I know sometimes when we're doing this work, it's like, fuck, we think of that one partner that got away and that we could have done better too and we could have said something differently, but there's a reason that happened. And if they're meant for you, it'll cycle back around, but you cannot force it. God, universe, source will cycle that back in. But right now it's about learning the lesson you need to learn. And if you're in relationship and if you're in marriage, it's where you get to start to look at this and you get to elevate who you are to help him rise into his masculine because when we remove this uh wounded i don't like to say wounded but this um this part of ourself (laughs) that is triggered and activated and mothering and putting people down and putting ourselves as the hierarchy and all these kind of things when we're in that space we you know emasculate our partner and so when we start to shift it we get our conversation style this is what i talk about inside of clarity which if you're not in arrival 
you need to get an arrival, which is where you can get access to Clarity, because that's the only way you can get access to our masterclasses is through our membership. But, you know, when you can learn the communication style of your partner to actually invite him to rise, the unavailable becomes available. And we start to see these dynamics. And so really when we're looking at, I know I got on a tangent there, but three ways to attract, like the first way to attract the love you deserve is by identifying your patterns and identifying where you're responsible. And then the second one is really focusing on your self-worth. You know, often we attract unavailable men. It's because we don't believe we deserve better, you know? And I know I felt this. I know I've had clients that have done this where it's like they'll, there's a man out there there are many men out there not just one i don't believe in soulmates i believe you know we meet people that at the right time in the right area of our life and that's the right person it it has to be the right time as well but there are people out there that will go above and beyond that will work the 12 14 hour days and come home and make sure that they are the best partner to you and take care of the kids and cook and be there with you there are so many people out there to do that but sometimes when we start to question our self-worth we remove ourselves out of that arena we're like oh all of them are taken oh i haven't experienced that yet oh that's just not available for people like me all of that is rooted in your self-worth so where can you start to take time to realize this is what we're talking about inside of liberated the mastermind yes we changed revitalized to liberated because it fits so much better but this is what we're talking about in that space where it's like yes you're a high performer yes you've built all these things yes but the difference between doing these things is building it from a space of like i am worthy and i'm just doing this because it's from a space of love and expansion and i love to stretch my edges and there's a space of doing this where it's like i don't feel worthy enough so i'm going to continue to chase my tail to try and prove myself One's expansive, one's retractive. One's feminine, one's masculine. And so sitting in this truth of working on your self-worth is so important. And inside of that, I guess this is going to be like a 2.5 version. I'm actually going to give you four. going to move to four because I just thought of one as I was speaking about this is working on your self-worth is so important and then working on your relationship to the masculine is so important because I'm going to bet in somewhere in your bruised heart history you built up some tension around men maybe it goes back to your father maybe it goes back to an ex maybe it goes back to a coach But there's this disappointment, there's this, you know, lack of trust, there's this, you know, feeling like they'll always let you down, there's this feeling like they can't show up, or this feeling like you have to be a certain type of woman, like, in the root under that, is even though we might, you know, loathe men, or be upset about men, or have these kind of things, actually, do you fear them? Because of the power that they've had over you in the past, do you fear them because of how they've hurt you in the past? And when you start to build your self-worth, you're no longer afraid of the men. And it's not in this pedestal way of, you know, the toxic feminist movement that I see happening right now. It's in this way of like, I trust men, even the ones that have hurt me. 
because I trust me. And therefore, I can get in any situation that feels in alignment or that I want to explore because when it's not a fit, I can leave with grace and compassion and love. And when you have these two that go together, you start attracting the men that also love women, not in a, you know, let me get all the pussy I can kind of way, but in a way of like, I respect you so much because you're a fucking queen, because you're brilliant, because you're a CEO, because you're successful beyond what your bank account says, because, you know, you're brave, because you're safe, because you're playful, because you're love. I love women because of that. I personally love women because of that. I love men because of their steadiness. I love men because of their drive. I love men because of container. Like, it is so sexy to see a man in his purpose, a man with his drive, and to be able to heal your wounds around these spaces means we'll stop calling in the men that we think we have to fix. And you'll start calling in the men that expand you into the places you are supposed to be. How's that landing on your heart? So it's healing your relationship to the masculine and healing your relationship to your self-worth and your feminine body and moving from the feminine pain body, which is, you know, be seen but not heard. Don't be too much. Don't be too strong. Don't be too emotional. Like all these things we've been told as women and healing your relationship to that to step into, you are so good. You are so enough. You know, and that's when like, when you can move from this, whatever, like if you've been dumped or if you, if you have the bruise of like someone's rejected me and someone hasn't chosen me, you can sit there and be like, they didn't reject me. They invited me to a different part of myself. They didn't reject me because it, it can be a rejection only if you reject yourself in that and get caught up in these belief systems. And if you truly know your worth, you know what is meant for you can never reject you. It was just not meant for you and it wasn't an alignment and it's this or something better. I have that tattooed on my arm. And so giving yourself the compassion, giving yourself the love, giving yourself the grace, giving yourself the neutrality in this journey so that looking at what is your actual internal belief system about yourself? Do you believe that you can receive this? Or is this this tiny narrative playing around underneath the defiance, underneath the pedestaling of yourself, underneath this extra high standard polar express thing that we got going on nowadays what's underneath that what are you protecting yourself from and how can you actually work on building that self-trust building that self-worth so that you can heal your relationship to the masculine and there's they stop ping-ponging back and forth relating showing up as these relationship roadblocks this is why i say in liberation it's about transforming your love life from the inside out because it's not about the five-step strategy formula of what to say and how to text him and do this thing. Like, there's plenty of programs out there for that kind of stuff. But this space, this mastermind, it's about really healing. It's using the somatic tools that I know. It's about using the communication, the boundaries, the regulation tools, the healing your relationship to the masculine and the feminine. Like, it's so beyond because it encompasses all of you as a high-performing woman, really seeing you, a high-performing woman that has these insecurities that deeply wants a devoted man but also slightly intimidated by it also don't know where to find it or how to do it but also recognizing that the only consistent thing within your pattern within your relationship history is you 
So you're ready to clear that? That's where liberation is. It's from the inside out. And then the last one that I want to talk about, three, is setting clear boundaries. Once you have identified your patterns and you've worked on your self-worth and you've healed your relationship to the masculine, setting clear boundaries and what you expect in relationship. Not even expect, because I don't like the word expect, but what your standard is in relationships, what you will and will not tolerate, sets a tone. So if we're having these wishy-washy people and they're not texting or they're not taking us out and they're not you know, setting up these dates and they're not doing these things, what can you do? Instead of mothering and saying things like, this is not how you date, da 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 it's like, I would really love it if I saw you you know, once a week. How does that feel for you? I would really love it. Like, I'm the type of person, like, my communication style is I would like, you know, some type of touch point throughout the day. I get that you're not much of a texter, but I, I need some type of touch point to continue um, feeling intimate towards you, feeling connected towards you, and it makes me feel so taken care of and provided from, by, for you, from you. What do you feel like we can work on with that? Creating this conversation, but also inviting him to his masculine, because the truth is, some things are a little wobbly right now and then you get to make that decision where if it doesn't match your standard your boundary honor your boundaries and remove yourself from the situation even though you might have that fear of rejection fear of abandonment so you stay in relationships too long this is where you get to work on these dynamics because when you set these standards and these boundaries to yourself if you are this elevated version of yourself trust me if a man loves you and a man wants to be with you, he's going to rise to match you. No doubt. And if he doesn't, you just have to let him go on his life journey. You are not his therapist. You are not his guide. You are not his mentor. You are not his mother. He might not be there yet. There is this like gray area where you rise, if you're in a partnership right now, where you rise and you got to give him time to catch up because they're still viewing you in the past light version of yourself. And so when you give them time to meet you, you'll see most men want to be in their masculine. They want to give you love. They want to provide for you. They want, you know, to feel the delight and joy that is you. They want to do right by you. Their deepest desire is the same one you have. Guarantee it. Most men. Most men that are looking for adult relationships, conscious relationships, they're going to do that. But it comes from expressing your needs. Like a lot of times you're feeling not seen, not heard, not felt in these relationships with unavailable men because you're not even telling them what you need because you're too afraid of pushing them away or you're too afraid of them rejecting you or you're too afraid of looking weak or vulnerable. But when you can communicate from a way that invites their masculine in, that invites them to rise... This helps you to attract the men that are willing and able to meet your needs and your desires. They cannot read your mind. They can't. And so it's figuring out what are your needs, right? What do you need in a relationship? Sitting down, like, what is that for you? What are your needs, wants, desires? I always say this, like, what are your three non-negotiables? Because sometimes we get our non-negotiables and our preferences mixed up and then we're red, light, red flagging everything down. What are your three non-negotiables? Note those. And then what are your preferences? And if the non-negotiables aren't met, leave. And then the preferences are where you get to set boundaries and you get to do these things and you get to communicate, hey, this is the type of relationship I want. And you have to be okay. There are 8 billion people in the world, baby. 
if the one can't meet your boundaries or respect your boundaries or communicate his boundaries, that's a big one too, right? Because when you set clear boundaries, having this conversation in relationship is so big because if a man doesn't know his boundaries, you're going to be crossing them a lot. And this is why what I found in my own journey, you know, if they don't express their boundaries, their needs, their wants, their desires, you're unknowingly crossing them and then they move so quick because they've already built up all this resentment in their head without feeling like you're a safe place to say no to. You want to be a safe place to be say no to and sometimes if they're not in this work, if you're, you're dating a quote-unquote normal guy, it, it's really holding that space of like, hey, these are my boundaries. This is what I desire in a relationship. What are, some, what are your needs? How can I support you in that? How can I make you feel safe in this relationship too? And then you get to renegotiate the relationship from that space so that your needs are met. Because the truth is men hate saying no to you. They do. The amount of men that I've spoken to about, like, they hate saying no to you because they're afraid of you disappointing them. They have narratives about their exes and their mothers and the because I said so culture and all this stuff of getting mad and disappointing you. And those are the things I want to avoid at all costs because it makes them feel that shame and the guilt that they want to avoid. So if you open up that conversation of like, hey, these are the things that like I'm looking for and how I'd like to be loved. The thing is, when it comes to the boundaries, like that's giving someone the cheat codes to love you. They cannot read your fucking mind. We're expecting a lot of people nowadays when we all come into a relationship and we all have our stories, we all have our blueprints, we all have our stuff. And somehow expecting that person to understand us magically is fucking all of us in this relational world. Give them the cheat codes of how to love you in a way that is from not this like wounded space that I see a lot. This is what I've been through. So you have to answer to this and you have to do it. That's not what I'm saying. But if you like to be loved in a certain way and you know it, like I had to communicate like, hey, if I'm upset and I leave the room, like I actually do want you to come after me. (laughs) Whereas I know your tendency is avoidant. And you want space? Like, I actually don't want space in that moment. Okay? Or, you know, I know you're busy all day, but I need a touch point. It makes me feel so loved. It makes me feel so good. How do you feel about that? What does that look like for you? And you get to negotiate these terms. You mean it because the truth is you're not right and they're not wrong. But it's meeting as a team in this. And it's knowing here are my clear boundaries. And someone that's available for you will match that someone that is unavailable will feel like that's too much work and they'll leave and i know that hurts and i know that can strike up a lot of abandonment and rejection wounds but the truth is if someone can't match you you don't want them there going back to number two of that self-worth know yourself so strong know what makes you feel loved know your non-negotiables so that when someone comes It's not getting confused with the preferences and all the kind of things. It's knowing these are my non-negotiables and the rest of the things are up for discussion. Because a relationship, ladies and gentlemen, is a giant negotiation. Because we have our narratives of how we think relationships should be. Yours is going to be different from every single person you meet. It's not about meeting the right person and they're just going to quote-unquote get you. It's creating the cheat codes. It's having the conversations. It's over-communicating in some areas. Stop protecting yourself in these ways. Yes, keep, keep a, you know, strong spine. You know, those phrases exist for a reason. Like, open heart, but strong spine. 
you know, you have your intuition, you have your gut feelings, you have these kind of things, but let people in. Let them know your needs, your want, desi- desi- needs, wants, and desires. Because if they want you and if they are available for a relationship, they are going to meet you in it. I promise you that. They just need to be invited, not told, not scolded, not mothered, not pushing your thumb down and forcing them into it. They need to be invited into it. They need to feel like they have a say, just like you do. And from there, you have this open type of communication. It's not going to say that it's going to, you know, cause some tension from time to time, but knowing where you stand, knowing what your roles are, knowing what your boundaries are, knowing your needs, wants, and desires, that cultivates safety so that the defenses come down within the relationship and the truth can come forward and you both can learn to be loved because the truth is in relationship just because this is the way you like to give love and receive love that is not the language of love of your partner so setting these boundaries with yourself and then setting them with another you learn their language of love and what a beautiful gift that is because then you get to fully accept the other for who they are and you get to compromise and negotiate and each party is accepted and so those are the three i guess 3.5 of you know three ways to attract the love you deserve by breaking free from unavailable ben is is noticing what is your pattern noticing what is your responsibility in the pattern noticing you know where is your self-worth actually lie noticing how that's impacting your relationship to the masculine you know, do you trust them? Are you defensive around them? Are you fearful of them? The truth about it. And then from there, being able to set clear boundaries, working through what are your three non-negotiables? And then what are your preferences? And where can you negotiate these things? And how can you invite them to talk about their boundaries, their needs, their desires, how they think a relationship should be? What was their upbringing like around this? And what would make them feel seen and safe? Yes, I can feel some of your eyes rolling. It's like, why do I have to lead this? Because you're listening to this. Because it's not about someone inviting you into these spaces. It's about you leading yourself. It's about you rising and letting the world match you. If you're constantly waiting for someone to let you rise and waiting for someone to liberate you from your past and waiting for someone to liberate you from these narratives and these stories because you think, quote unquote, someone's just going to come along and it's going to happen, that's foolish. You're giving away your personal power. You are responsible for what comes next. You are responsible for creating the love of the ages. You are responsible for this spiritual and romantic love you are responsible for transforming your love life from the inside out so that you can welcome yourself home and set yourself free and create this safety this emotional safety inside of your relationships that's expansive and mind-blowing and full of so much love and commitment and stability You lead, the world follows in this way. There's so much shit on the internet right now of like, men lead, da-da-da-da-da. You model the behavior you want. You let them model back. Like, here's the thing, and I've spoken about this before in programs and things, is like, we do this thing so often where it's like, he didn't text me for two days, so I'm not texting him for three. We're modeling shitty fucking behavior. Stop. Model the behavior that you want. Communicate effectively like the adult that you are, not from the triggered trauma response of this wounded younger self. 
and then see if they respond to your model. If they don't, then you get to choose if you leave or if you stay, if you have a conversation that is entirely up to you, pending where you're at within your relationship. Sometimes you do have to lead and you can invite them into their leadership by how you do it. That's the art of being a sovereign, liberated, feminine woman. I would love to know how this landed for you. You can come hang out over on my Instagram. It's Laura Patricia Martin. Share this, write a review of what came up. That means the world to me and our team here. This is how we get the word out, and especially for anyone that is navigating this season of finding love and trying to liberate themselves from the past and find their way home and all the things. I hope this landed on your heart. I know this landed on your heart. And let us know what comes up for you. What are your takeaways? What are your th- what are, what are your thoughts? I love you so freaking much. See you in the next episode, baby. Mm, my loves. Let me know what you think of this episode by taking those sexy little thumbs of yours and writing us a review and then heading over to Instagram. It's Laura Patricia Martin, ITS Laura Patricia Martin, or Healing to Happy, Healing T-O Happy, and letting us know. And as I said before, in the show notes, you're going to see all the links to if you want to jump into our mastermind, Liberated, if you want to jump into Arrival, our membership, that is where the magic is happening to take this a step further because although podcasts are great, the real magic comes by getting in these spaces. You're actually six times more likely to actually have the changes you want in life by doing it in a community setting. So that's where it is. Stop doing this stuff and not stop, like keep doing this stuff, but like let yourself be seen in the work. I did it for too long where I was being the shy one of like, I don't want anyone to see because I don't want to seem weak. You're not weak. The strongest thing you'll do is letting your shame come into existence and releasing this because there is no shame. There's no shame that it hasn't worked yet. Keyword yet. It's letting yourself heal, truly heal and doing this type of deep work in a safe space that you feel seen, heard, felt with like-hearted women. Plus when you surround yourself with like-hearted women, like I've honestly met my best friends through masterminds and group programs and things like that. So I freaking love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.